presented on the Healthy Steps show are the evidence-based opinions of Dr. Fred Harvey, the callers, and his guests. These are not the opinions of the staff, the volunteers, or the board of WMNF. The information provided on the show is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. There is no implied patient-physician relationship in these calls. The nature of the calls is educational and informational only. Hello, Healthy Steps fans. This is Dr. Fred Harvey. Today's show is a compilation of prior show's recordings. Thus, there are no call-ins today. Join us next week for another exciting, informative call-in show. Until then, have a healthy week. This is WMNF Tampa, 88.5 FM. Today, I want to discuss the ongoing problem of toxic inflammation. As many of you may know from listening to the show, I am currently dealing with a mold exposure and mycotoxin illness myself. Because of this, I have dived deeply into the research regarding this problem, and I wanted to provide you a show that would continue to help you understand this very difficult problem. Untold numbers of people suffer from chronic illnesses that they just don't understand and that they do not have an ability to control. One of my mentors and teachers, Jeffrey Bland, PhD, described these people as the vertical ill, walking around sick. They know it, but there's nothing that seems to be able to be done about it. They can get out of bed, but they can't function optimally at work or at play. They suffer from things like brain fog, chronic headaches, chronic pain, chronic fatigue, post-exertional fatigue, shortness of breath, bloating. Basic tests reveal no illness, according to Western medical diagnostics. The problem is often dismissed as in the patient's head, and often the patient is offered an antidepressant medication because they are quite depressed that no one can give them an answer. Having failed to respond to the antidepressants, many have tried health programs to try to promote their own health using uh, standard self-help methods. But those failed also because they have a real illness caused by an unseen agent. Toxic inflammation caused by traumas and exposures to environmental toxins like metals and mold. Infections with organisms like Borrelia, which cause the Lyme disease syndrome. And viruses like beta SARS-CoV-2, which is the coronavirus responsible for COVID-19. There are precise methods of measuring the inflammation, of discovering the toxins, and uncovering the cause of these illnesses. We can actually help people get out of this chronic inflammatory illness syndrome. And this show is to help you understand it better and 
I hope you get some benefit out of this. And next week I'll be back to talk more in person and answer your questions about health issues. But for now, listen to some of the answers that I have given regarding mold and mycotoxins on past shows. It's estimated that 50% of all buildings in the United States today have mold toxicity. Um, about uh, three weeks ago, we had a water event in the house and uh, the drains backed up and the shower pan filled up and instead of draining down the drain, it drained underneath the 60-year-old stucco that the shower pan was made of and drained into the four rooms surrounding it. And so um, we know we have a chronic water issue. Um, yes, um, I immediately um, because I, I know about these problems um, and 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 we're having some uh, uh, HVAC trouble. That's the 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 air conditioning struggling to keep the house cool. So we have moisture problems all over, and I immediately did. Um, a mycotoxin and mold test of the house. Um, I took a sample of the dust from the filter on my HEPA filter in my bedroom and some swipes here and there in the rest of the house, but that was the primary source. And we came up with vast amounts of mold, aspergillus, fumigatus, which is one of the most common um, respiratory problems in uh in humans today uh it, it fun that's the fungus that is in many houses many buildings and causes lots of sinus and lung problems as well as many other inflammatory issues and so we found aspergillus we found also the mycotoxins um mycotoxins are stress response chemicals mold fungi make these chemicals to uh, help prevent um, being eaten by bacteria or other uh, uh, fungi, uh, they're, they're deterrents, they're, they're antifungal uh, agents and anti-human agents, unfortunately. And so when mold gets stressed by dry environment, they like moisture, they produce these toxins. And these toxins are absorbed through the skin through the respiratory tract and through ingestion. And I found very high amounts of something called gliotoxin that is made by the aspergillus species and by candida, the candida that uh, actually can colonize in our guts. And we also found um, trichothecenes. Trichothecenes are a group of chemicals made by the um, most toxic, and they are probably the most toxic chemicals, but they're not the most prevalent, fortunately. Um, and they're made by the black mold stachybotrys. That's the one everybody is concerned about if you hear about mold problems. Um, <clears throat> these toxins are really serious. They cause um, dysfunction in every body system. They start by inflaming the vascular system and cause thickened blood and can induce heart attacks and strokes. They cause um, neurologic dysfunction. You can have brain fog, you can have neuropathy. Um, I, 
I think there's even a connection. I, I have to do some more reading, but I believe there's a connection specifically to uh, many neurodegenerative diseases like um, uh, ALS and Parkinson's. And there is definitively a connection to dementia. It causes brain dysfunction. And so having found these things, I was fortunate enough to find a place to rent and get out. Um, so in the process of travel to California, before I left, I'd arranged the house. The moment we got back, we moved out. And the move out is complex because mold spores and mycotoxins are circulating in the air conditioner. And so the entire house has been polluted by these toxins and toxicants and, and fungi. So when you move, there are things you need to be aware of. You don't take your upholstered furniture. You don't take your... Uh, so fortunately, I found a furnished house to rent. And um, I'm very blessed that I was able to do this as quickly as I have been able to. And um, this is one of the problems for people who have mold toxicity. Many landlords aren't recognizing it. You can't break leases because it's not well recognized. Uh, there's a big controversial anti-mold lobby, just like there was a, a tobacco lobby that said tobacco's fine and a, uh, a sugar lobby that said sugar's fine <laughs> and uh, a dairy lobby that says soy is bad. <laughs> um, there's lots of money in um, perpetuating these issues because people don't want to spend money to fix the problem. And the problem is deadly. And um, fortuitously, there was a uh, lecture actually this weekend by the mold testing company that I use, Real Time Labs. And I was able to actually get a great description of what to look for as I'm moving out. And so um, I was able to... Um, um, uh, uncover some things in the garage as we were like getting things ready to go, I could just throw away because they were actually moldy. It's very subtle. And I'll be posting some things to social media uh, on Instagram and Facebook about some pictures and, and videos I've taken of the problem uh, issues that happen when we move out. And so um, it, you have to basically leave kind of uh, uh, bare bones Things that can be wiped down, solid things, um, you know, uh, your, your dinnerware and dishware and things like that, those can be cleaned off very easily. But uh, even metal furniture that has paint on it might actually be a source for mold to be growing. All they need is a hydrocarbon. Let's go to Chris in Clearwater. Good morning, Chris. Hi, good morning, doctor. Um, I was Hi there. Uh, calling on, on air quality and... Uh, it's interesting. I'm not interested. I'm inspired at least that the CDC changed their guidelines for indoor air quality, improving uh, their website pages entitled "Improving Ventilation in Buildings." They they added uh, using UV light. So uh, I'm encouraged by that. So I like to you know it says install UV air treatment systems. So uh, you know I know those kill germs. So um, it, I would hope that they would encourage air ionizers to. Put, which put out ozone, you know, they combine the O2 and the O in the air to make O3, which is even more powerful to destroy the mold and spores and, uh, you know, fungus. And, uh, of course, in your body, you know, mold is uh, anaerobic, so you know, better you can improve your, your oxygen levels, uh, the less likely it's going to survive or, you know, 99 plus percent of harmful bacteria and viruses as well. Uh, but, um, 
Uh, uh, you know, the mold issue, do you, you think that it's increasing and in, in, uh, being an increasing problem in people? I, I would think because of their lowered immune systems. I've been hearing from various doctors like uh, uh, one here locally, Dr. F- Joseph Fitzgerald, who says that he's been seeing the patients who've received the COVID shots, their CD4, CD8, T lymphocyte cell counts are going down. So uh, their immunity is going down. They have you know, clinical AIDS due to their CD4 counts being so low. And and so uh, they're contracting uh, at higher numbers of uh, fungus, viral, uh, bacterial infections as well as... Yeah, so I wonder if the these people are actually um, uh, mold toxic. Why, why are their CD4 counts going down? What's causing that? Is it uh, petrochem, possibly? Is it um, uh, um, uh, medical experiment shots? Is it... Um, uh, mold toxicity with 50% of buildings supposedly mold toxic in this country. That's work buildings, residential buildings, uh, all buildings. Um, we have a serious problem. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, maybe we can folk, um, talk, tell folks that there is hope for those who've got the COVID shots that the spike protein might be remediated. I've been hearing about natokinase and studies on that. Yeah, there's all kinds of really uh, great work going on intervening with um, uh, long COVID. And what's interesting is that um, at the uh, conference this weekend, uh, there was discussion about um, and and many of the mold experts are believing that um, the COVID and or COVID shots actually sets up a uh, trigger um, to actually bring forth the mycotoxin symptom panel again, because it all basically uh, lights up a, a similar kind of cytokine storm. Um, not exactly the same one, but um, Lyme disease, uh, mycotoxins and uh, COVID and COVID shots all actually trigger similar kinds of process in the body. So that's why it's really important to actually look at many of these things, including doing a mycotoxin test. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I guess, I should be clear. So the mRNA shots uh, that are causing the spike protein to be continually produced, as you know, but uh, you know the research of Dr. Bruce Patterson, you've mentioned so many times, and others. Yes. Uh, though uh, I'm not sure. Do you know if the spike protein would, uh, you know, rem- helping remediate it uh, with these proteolytic enzymes, the protein digesting enzymes like natokinase or bromelain from pineapple or papaine from papaya. Um, would that help uh, the immune Actually, system? Actually, that's a really good thought, Chris. I don't know that one. Um, but what I have seen is um, evidence that, um, and this is a crazy thing, treating with a mycotoxin... <laughs> Statin drugs actually changes that spike protein production and inflammation of the blood vessel walls. Also, um, there's an interesting um, uh, um, glycocalyx, that's the lining of the blood vessel protector called um, arteriosil. That seems to have some evidence in shifting that. And there's another uh, uh, herbal that comes from Israel called tolovid. T-O-L-L-O-V-I-D, and it's got antiviral properties that seems also to cut down spike protein. So there's a bunch of different ways that are coming out where they're documenting we can intervene here. Um, and so, um, yeah, great questions. You always have very well-researched ideas. Thank you, Chris. Good morning to all of you Healthy Steps radio show listeners. This is Dr. Fred Harvey, and I wanted to remind you that we are listening to WMNF Tampa. FM WMNF.org to stream live. And I wanted to remind you that today is a pre-recorded show.
so there will be no call-ins. We will return next week for Ask Me Anything Monday. And Carol in Lake Placid has been waiting. Good morning, Carol. Good morning, Dr. Harvey. Um, I have a question about the mold. Will the Florida sunshine kill some of it if we put it out, furniture and whatever, in the sunshine, which Florida heat is killing us, too? <laughs> um, well, it's quite humid outside, so you might actually promote some growth with humidity. Uh-oh. And the sunshine's Uh-oh. only going to get the surface. Um, one of the problems with upholstered furniture is that the mold spores will get into the pores, into the porous furniture, into the um, um, uh, foam underneath, and um, okay. y- you'll, you'll find contamination everywhere if the house has been contaminated. So it's going to be a process of elimination. Um, uh, pillows and mattresses probably should go. Duvets. Um, you got to really wonder well, um, he, how much... He generally just used our clothes, you know, to get the, the stains and the grime out of it, because this was back in... in the, Sunshine, Florida sunshine cured everything, and it wasn't too much. It was just enough. So, well, that's that, good. That was what we used. H- have you ever heard of a plant called G O T U K O L A? Oh, Gotu Cola. Gotu Cola yeah. is um, a um, <clears throat> a mild brain stimulant. Okay. And it also has some abilities with its flavonoids to help uh, accelerate wound healing. It's a it's a good chemical, good good plant. And how many leaves should I be eating a day? <laughs> I have no idea. I've only okay. used it as an extract. <laughs> oh, they do uh, they do have an extract. Okay. Well, I just walk around the yard and I have a plant and every oh, once nice. in a while I'll chew a leaf and I swear I feel better. Well, I'll have to look into that. <laughs> All right, do that. And I will call back and see what your expert opinion is because this is only just passing around the neighborhood, you know, as something that's nice. like an old wives' tale or something. I did. Yeah, know. I'll have to see about getting one in my uh, polyculture garden. Okay, wonderful. So you know exactly what it is. All right, well, thank you. You're so oh, welcome. Appreciate it. And my question was not as involved as the other people. So I like I don't mind being patient when they can be helped. So thank you. Blessings, Carol. You're so great, Carol. We appreciate that. All right. Now, it's a pretty darn good show so far, you got to admit. But it is someplace between deja vu and a flashback. And that's because this is a pre-recorded show of some of the best of the Healthy Step show with Dr. Fred Harvey. And because it's a pre-recorded show, I regret that we won't be able to take any phone calls today. But, by golly, next week we'll welcome you back like the prodigal sons and daughters that we love here at WMNF Tampa. Now let's get back to the fun at hand. Good morning to you there, Carrie. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, hi. Hi. Thank you guys so much for all that you do. I am, uh, I've been a massage therapist in Bradenton working for my mom at Alternative Clinic for the last eight years and I'm a new nurse in Sarasota and my eyes are wide open. So thank you so much. I wanted to ask, um, we had a recent flood at our home that we were renting and the landlord wasn't willing to do anything about it. So we moved into an apartment complex and I can just tell it's an old Florida apartment complex that has mold. So would you recommend any specific machine that can clean the air? Because I know the complex won't do anything for it well um 
HEPA filters can work, but if the, the, the building itself is toxic, you can't really detoxify it completely. Um, you might want to actually, if you really do smell it, you might want to consider uh, getting an environmental mold and mycotoxin assessment, the, the, the home kit from um, real-time labs and okay. test. Um, if it shows up as positive and follow the directions in, in the box, you get a piece of your air conditioner filter and, and, uh, and dust from, um, not underneath your fridge, but, um, if you have a HEPA filter, that's a perfect place to collect it. Um, and so, um, you can start with a HEPA filter and then test that or, or just do the regular test and find out if you have mold there. If you do, then you have, um, more evidence to help your landlord um, fix his problem. I doubt they will because there's no pressure from the government to make these landlords fix their problems. Sure. Okay, thank you very much, doctor. Have a good day. You too. Good luck with that. Uh, Pat in Seminole asks, um, uh, thank you. Sorry to hear about your mold problems. Does homeowner's insurance cover this? What will it cost? Uh, what has to happen to get me back into the home? How soon? So I'm going to talk about that more extensively as I go through the process. But insurance can cover some of it, depending on whether your insurance is actually going to uh, honor what's going on. Um, <clears throat> most insurances fight it. So you want to get an independent home inspector to come in and do it. And so we'll go into more of that as this plays out. Um, Susan says, what happens... Uh, this happens more so when I we go from heat to AC throughout the winter. We assume it's mold. What do I do? Um, she is having spongy black pieces out of the AC vents landing on carpet or furniture. That is black mold. You need to get an EMA test from real-time labs. Test that junk. Test your air, AC filter and see what you got going on because you may need to get out of that house. Good morning to you, Jan. Hello, Jan. Yes. Hi there. Yes. Hi. Uh, just a question here. Uh, my granddaughter has POT, osteoarthritonic tachycardia syndrome. Yes. And it, it, it's a very, very serious thing for her. She's a, a going to college and in a dorm and the whole thing. And sometimes she just gets these horrible, horrible dizziness spells and has to go to bed. And we're trying to figure out if there's any solution to this. That's um, uh, interesting. I'm actually um, uh, doing a lot of work with that currently because uh, POTS, postural orthostatic uh, tachycardia syndrome, means that your blood pressure drops and your heart rate goes up when you stand up. This is an inappropriate response, uh, and it's because you have some um, autonomic nervous system imbalance. Autonomic is the part of the nervous system you don't really control. It's not your, you know, I think and I lift up my hand. It's the thing that controls blood pressure and digestion and all the other functions in the body. And that system is very tied in to the trauma system in your body. So if you've had trauma, be it biological trauma, like an infection or a mycotoxin, a mold exposure, a, um, uh, a, uh, um, chemical toxin like mercury, um, a trauma, uh, like a brain injury. All these things can set you up to have autonomic dysfunction. And uh, one description of it is called limbic system impairment. Limbic system is your emotional system. Your emotions are really important because when you emote, you actually affect your other systems as well because your entire nervous system listens to the molecules of emotion. Your immune system does, and so does every cell in your body. And so um, one thing that 
comes up in many trauma cases that have this POTS is that they can actually work on stabilizing that inappropriate response that the nervous system has. And there are a couple of different programs out there that work on retraining the nervous system. Um, there's a guy named Ashok Gupta. He has something called the Gupta program. And there's a woman named Annie Hopper. And Annie Hopper has developed something called dynamic neural retraining system. Um, they have slightly different styles, but they do the same thing. And both are working internally on teaching you to deescalate your own emotions through a, a bunch of different exercises that include some meditation and journaling and other things that help to step that down. And um, in, in addition, though, if the person is having ongoing trauma, like if they have a history of mold exposure and have uh, uh, mycotoxin illness, then when they are re-exposed to mycotoxins, they can actually perpetuate this problem. So you have to make sure that the dorm doesn't have mold in it if it was mold. Um, so I'm not sure what your um, uh, relative's problem actually uh, stems from, but it usually has a deep rooted cause. Okay. How does that help, Jan? Well, yeah, the the mold. Yeah, that that that's a factor, uh, and that was from a newborn. They were living in a house and didn't realize, oh. being young, parents were young, didn't realize how bad the mold the mold was. And mm -hmm. I was there, and we pulled out a, a a dresser from the back of the uh, in the kids' bedroom, and yes. the whole back was was the whole wall was covered with mold behind that dresser. And then that dresser was also covered with mold that you probably didn't see. Yes, yes. And, of course, they, they got out of the house and got a different house and all that. But anyway, yeah, that, I mean, would that stem, would that stem back to 20 years ago? She's 20 years yes. old now. Yes, it can. And there are tests oh. you can do to see if you uh, have still mold toxins in you. Um, there's an estimate that over 50% of dwellings in uh, America actually have mold. And I actually am in the process of mold remediation at my house. I've been out of my house for three months and I went to look for a house because I know I won't be getting the, any remediation done at least until December or January because nobody can schedule because of the amount of damage from the hurricane. And so um, I'm going to be out of my house um, at least another year. And so I was looking for a place and I actually went right down the street and um, looked at a house that looked nice. It smelled good because all the windows were open. But actually, when I went in the air air, air handling closet, um, there was mold on the ceiling. There was um, mold around one of the um, uh, air conditioning events. You can see it looks like 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 dust, like black dust, like like soot coming out around the edges of the vent. It's an obvious mold problem. Uh, I walked into the uh, um, um, garage, which is under the house. It's an interesting Florida house that has an underneath garage and um, walked immediately back out because the entire garage was a mold trap and the ceiling of the garage had mold on it. And the realtor that was showing in the house was completely oblivious. There's a lot of people that don't know that this is a toxic structure. No one should actually rent this structure that I looked at yesterday. It's a poison building and you really have to pay attention to what's going on in your environment. Uh, wow. Is there any remedy? The, the the dorm she's in now is a newer building. It's been completely remodeled, and I don't know other other than that. Uh, is there any other solution other than removing the person from the mold? 
Um, well, that's the first solution. That's the, you, you can't get well until you remove yourself from the source. And then there's a lot of remediation you do for your body, too. One of the uh, main things that starts to help stabilize the system is uh, a, a antioxidant called quercetin, Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. It's um, the red and red apples and red onions. And it's actually very good for stabilizing people that have this toxin in them. But there's so much more that needs to be done. Can you give me a list? Um, actually, uh, it's a bit different for every person, and the person should actually really get assessed if they're having this problem. But uh, one of the things to do is DNRS and start some quercetin because quercetin is safe and effective for helping people um, get better. But charcoal and fiber and binders, and there's so many things out there. But I would get guidance from a good functional medicine doctor who's uh, actually versed in mold toxicity. Okay. Okay. Wow, that's that's. That, that's very, very helpful. Thank you so much. We're very worried about her. She's missing appointments and everything because she gets up and then she gets so dizzy she has to go back to bed. I know what you're talking about. It's, um, it's a real serious issue. It really is, yeah. Okay. Well, Best thank wishes. you very much for your, for your time. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yes, my jolly flock of aficionados, if these snippets of the show should sound familiar, you are right. You are listening to some of the greatest questions and answers from the Healthy Step Show with Dr. Fred Harvey. Because this special presentation is pre-recorded, I sincerely regret that we won't be able to take any phone calls today. But stay with us, because this rebroadcast has some listening treats so rare you'll want to keep them in the museum of your heart in a parlor you love to visit called WMNF Tampa. This weekend in the uh, Sunday New York Times, there was an article that piqued my interest, considering that just at the beginning of July, I spent five days with some amazing teens at a most transformational summer camp. Um, once again, got to thank Jelani Nichols, Lisa Nichols, and Motivating the Teen Spirit for such an amazing event and experience. But... Um, this article, which I will uh, post the link a little bit later, um, it is uh, Summer Camp, Sun Swimming Archery and Therapy. Uh, as the United States grapples with a mental health crisis, summer camps are looking more closely at their children in their care. And it's, it's really interesting to see that this is the way it has gone. And um, the, the, the things that... that prompt this well um since the pandemic things have gotten worse obviously lots of stress is in our society so uh one of the the camp counselors at uh, uh a major camp um in in uh, the northeast uh noticed that she posts pictures and things to their their uh website maybe facebook page or something and she gets questions back why does my child look sad where are all their friends? They want to know. The parents are asking what's going on. And um, during uh, these past summers, it seems to have gotten worse. And uh, so many severe mental issues have come up. Um, and and really, have, it's, it's exceeding the capacities counselors to take care of it. Because they're not meant to be mental health camps. They're meant to be leadership camps and fun outdoor camps. But the staff isn't prepared as the staff was at Motivating the Teen Spirit for helping with transformation. And it seems that um, there's a, the, the group is called uh, uh, um, 
I think it's uh, uh, Jewish youth camps uh, in the summer. Um, and uh, 2,200 children and teens attended and about one in five were taking medication for attention deficit and 15% were taking medication for anxiety or depression. And uh, 25 to 30 meet remotely with therapists during camp. This is severe. And one of the suggestions from functional medicine that happened during the pandemic is, you know, we have some uh, pretty good evidence that uh, 50% of our all homes in America are moldy homes and mold can cause mood and thought disorder. And so many of these kids that haven't been evaluated appropriately, as I've talked about before by psychiatry or uh, primary care and have uh, uh, received medication for uh, mental and emotional symptoms without actually having a diagnosis other than a symptom-based diagnosis, these kids could have toxicities, petrochemical toxicities, infection-related toxicities, and, of course, mycotoxin toxicities. Um, it's really sad when um, at 8.30 uh, outside the dining hall, a nurse calls out breakfast meds and a line of children forms up. And it's just part of the fabric of childhood is the way to describe it. This is not the part of the fabric of childhood. This is part of the fabric of a bizarrely disturbed society that is not understanding how to deal with health issues that cause emotional and mental problems. They're not necessarily mental health issues. They are health issues that result in mental and emotional problems misdiagnosed as psychiatric disorders rather than as the medical disorders that they happen to be. Um, I'm taking care of a, a, an adult man right now who has severe mold toxicity and his symptoms uh, began a year and a half ago with seizures and anxiety and developed into bloated belly and severe abdominal pain. Tell me that these are psychiatric disorders so yeah it's it's just really it's sad how how our society has actually warped these children too because the woman uh, uh even mentions that campers have arrived at camp with sophisticated clinical vocabulary already when when the clinical vocabulary is more than likely inappropriate because there's actually not a clinical situation that is a mental disorder. It's probably associated with toxicities from eating artificial colors, artificial flavors, artificial sweeteners, preservatives, um, gluten, uh, excess sugar, and uh, the mycotoxins that are present in our food because many grains and many nuts have, have mycotoxins in them. Coffee has mycotoxins in it. So there's so many sources that we can get, plus our homes. You know, 50% of homes are likely to have a mold problem like mine does. We'll talk about that again. But the issues associated with um, mental health um, and its origins in actual health challenges rather than being an isolated condition on its own. This is what we really need to explore. This is where we need to put our resources. This is what we need to think about. Good morning to all of you Healthy Steps radio show listeners. This is Dr. Fred Harvey, and I wanted to remind you that we are listening to WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM WMNF.org to stream live. And I wanted to remind you that today is a pre-recorded show, so there will be no call-ins. We will return next week for Ask Me Anything Monday. I have an anonymous on the line here. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, thank you both for doing this show and uh, all those assisting. Um, 
my questions were uh, around uh, my sister is uh, exhibiting symptoms of neurodegenerative disease. Um, she believes it's Parkinson's after she had reached out to uh, uh, the neurology department at the college. Uh, they told her to reach out to a neurologist. Uh, so she's, she's driving and uh, she forgets where she's driving. She doesn't know where she is. She knows where she is. She knows where she needs to go, but everything just goes blank. Um, and yes. she's having several other symptoms, restlessness in the legs and arms, stiffness, tremors, extreme exhaustion. Now, she did also have long COVID. Um, but I was calling to see, you know, if, if you had some ideas on, on uh, treatment and, you know, um, I know you can't recommend practitioners, but uh, an approach that might be more affordable, uh, more affordable. We did look into IFM um, and found practitioners and are looking into that. Oh, very good. Um, Institute for Functional Medicine is a great place to look for somebody who can deal with this. Um, a, a, a um, uh, preferably a mold uh, knowledgeable doctor because um, it's so prevalent and her symptoms really do um, sound like mold toxicity. They could also be petrochemical toxicity and it could be coming also from the cytokine storm of long COVID. So there's many things here to evaluate, but at minimum, a real time which is for me and most mold experts, real-time laboratories, mycotoxin test of um, uh, uh, the, the blood, the urine actually is going to tell us if mycotoxins are an issue. If they are, then it's quite necessary to go to the next step where you do an EMMA, um, <clears throat> E-M-M-A, that's Environmental Mold and Mycotoxin Assessment, where it combines a uh, a PCR test, which is a genetic test to find mold species, and also an ELISA test, which is a reactive chemical test. Um, uh, Real time is the only company that has actually produced new technology and had it tested and patented and approved by the FDA. This is the gold standard test. It gives you the best details on which um, uh, uh, mycotoxins you've got. If you have it, then you use that test and you go to the house and you test the house for the EMA test to find out where the source is. If there's a workplace also, you do then workplace testing. But also, okay, in now, addition, there, there's not right. just mold that could be an issue. Uh, um, heavy metals need to be checked and uh, uh, the metabolism to make sure that everything's running smoothly, sugar, etc. Okay, now, uh, my sister lived for probably over 10 years, just a, a walk away from, a stone's throw from Apollo Beach power plant, the coal-fired power plant. Uh, yes. Non-mined coal ash, coal ash pit that was uh, cited by the EPA um, for, for the coal ash pits leaking uh, yes. into the groundwater there. Yes. Uh, as well as the pollution in the air. Could that have had an effect? And also, um, I've recently given her um, a fresh, cold-pressed, unrefined flaxseed oil. Um, for the um, for the apa uh, monoleic acid, I believe it is, and then also a black seed oil for the omega three, omega six, and omega nine with the oleic uh, oleic acid as well. Uh, okay, would you re recommend her taking those for regenerating? You know the cells and the sheath or the myelin rather. Um, and I think those are fine, but I would add to it. 
I think they're great, but I would add to it specifically um, uh, uh, fish oil, um, 4,000 milligrams of EPA slash DHA a day. You How need many milligrams? 4,000 milligrams. You need, you need a lot of DHA um, to help rebuild the brain. You also need phosphatidylcholine. Phosphatidylcholine is 60% of your cell membranes. Mold toxins are fat soluble. We need to do a fat exchange. So you need to be actually taking more um, oils in, um, possibly uh, a couple ounces of olive oil, grapeseed oil, coconut oil, a variety of good, clean, organic first cold press oils. Uh, in addition, and phosphatidylcholine is present in eggs and in uh, egg yolks specifically and in liver, um, but also is available in, in capsule and liquid form. Uh, very good for uh, helping to rebuild the brain. But you got to find out what the toxins are and take them out because toxins are causing this problem. It's not normal to lose your mind like this. Okay, yeah, she's 46 years old. So. Oh my word! Yes, yeah, she. This is this is dementia. Very early onset. This needs to be addressed now. Okay. All right. Great. And the flaxseed oil, as as long as it's fresh pressed, cold pressed, and unrefined, is safe for her to take as well. Along with yeah, and that can be oil. one of the oils that go in for the exchange. That can help the the body get the exchange. A couple ounces of extra oil a day helps to move that through the body. Great. Um. All right, and and the test for the uh, for for exposure to heavy metals from from the power plant, um, what test would would I look for for those? A toxic metal test. Uh, Doctors Data does a toxic metal test. Genova Labs does a toxic metal test. Um, and Real Time Labs does glyphosate and uh, petrochemical toxins and mycotoxins. So we have a whole variety of tests that can be ordered by someone who's aware of them. Great. Thank you so much for this indispensable information. And thank You're you. so welcome. I uh, really appreciate it. Glad to help. Keep doing the good work. Thanks. All right. Well, I thank him for bringing that on up. And also going to remind folks that you're listening to the Healthy Steps radio show here on WMNF Tampa. Your special functional medicine doctor, Dr. Fred Harvey, leading the show. I've got um, Ann from Tampa on the line. Um, yes, after Ann, I had real bad mold problems in my ceiling, and then all the insulation and everything, when they fixed it, came on my hardwood floors, and now it's the floors are deteriorating really bad, and I was wondering if mold could get into hardwood floors or if there was some kind of fungus or something. Absolutely. Um, any hydrocarbon and so since uh, wood comes from a plant it's pure hydrocarbon any hydrocarbon is a food source for fungus and you said uh, I, I think I missed the beginning did you say you did have a water event yeah in the in my ceiling in my in my roof yes and then all the time they fixed it they they just when they fixed the um, sheetrock and it was yeah. all black mold it was all moldy it yes. all came down on the floor, and then nothing really happened for a, about a month or so, and then the floor started deteriorating. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So you you had a, a here's a here's a big problem, um, a real big problem when it comes to um, mold remediation. Um, this happened at my parents' house. Um, my dad not being aware of or really concerned about the mold issue because he just 
wouldn't let that information into his head, decided that um, he was just going to get the uh, damaged things uh, replaced. And so he contracted with a kitchen place to have all their kitchen cabinetry redone. And um, um, fortunately, I was involved and uh, we already had the mold testing and mycotoxin testing done at the house. It was uh, extensive and the kitchen people were had called me because I was intermediary to come in and do the remediation or actually no to do the installation of new kitchen cabinetry I said are you bringing the hazmat equipment um, are you uh, first going to do the mold remediation before you do the installation he said what are you talking about I said well we have a mold problem here and you're the contractor, so I hope your people are prepped to do mold remediation before you install kitchen cabinetry. He said, hold on, hold on. I'll call you back. He called back in two minutes and said, we're going to put this project on hold until you get mold remediation done. So you can't just do this sloppily, as you have discovered. Unfortunately, that entire floor now, now needs to be removed because it's mold toxic. And you need to get a specialist in mold remediation to help you with that issue. Okay, so there's no way to fix the floor. You can't put boron or vinegar or anything on it and fix it. It has to be removed. You would, if to do it, you'd probably have to have the entire thing resurfaced down to the point where there's no mold anywhere seen and then have it, have it fixed. It's worth it just to actually remove that because once you grind that surface, you're gonna put mold into the air. So it needs to be removed from um, what you're telling me. And, and the whole house needs to be rechecked because that may not be the only source now because if you have mold in the floor, it's going through your air conditioner and it may be actually in the system again. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Okay. And good luck with that problem. Yes. Um, I've got Carrie from Anna Maria Island, but we're down. We got about 10 more minutes and change. So I'm going to give the number one more time. Irene's waiting for you. The number to call for the Healthy Steps radio show here on WMNF Tampa with Dr. Fred Harvey is 813-239-9663. And continue sending those emails to dj at wmnf.org. Good morning to you there, Carrie. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, hi. Hi, thank you guys so much for all that you do. I am... Uh I've been a massage therapist in Bradenton working for my mom at Alternative Clinic for the last eight years. And I'm a new nurse in Sarasota and my eyes are wide open. So thank you so much. I wanted to ask, um, we had a recent flood at our home that we were renting and the landlord wasn't willing to do anything about it. So we moved into an apartment complex and I can just tell it's an old Florida apartment complex that has mold so would you recommend any specific machine that can clean the air because i know the complex won't do anything for it well um hepa filters can work but if the 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 building itself is toxic you can't really detoxify it completely um you might want to actually if you really do smell it you might want to consider uh getting an environmental mold and mycotoxin assessment the 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 home kit from um real-time labs and okay. test 
um, if it shows up as positive and follow the directions in, in the box, you get a piece of your air conditioner filter and, and, uh, and dust from, um, not underneath your fridge, but, um, if you have a HEPA filter, that's a perfect place to collect it. Um, and so, um, you can start with a HEPA filter and then test that or, or just do the regular test and find out if you have mold there. If you do, then you have, um, more, more evidence to help your landlord, um, fix his problem. I doubt they will because there's no pressure from the government to make these landlords fix their problems. Hello, all you loyal fans of Dr. Fred Harvey. This spectacular Monday morning, you are listening to a special rebroadcast of some of the clips composing the best of Healthy Step Show. And as the nature of pre-recording shows go, there will be no one answering the phones today. So, write your questions on the back of a $20 bill and mail it to WMNF Tampa, and we'll answer it next week. Um, I'm sure it's been said, and I've heard it said numerous times. Uh, there are only a couple of paid people that work at this radio station. Everybody else is volunteer. All of the programmers are volunteer. And we do this because we have a passion. We have a passion for this because we want people to have information or to have some of the best music on the planet that doesn't get played on commercial radio because they're paying, they're playing things that are paid to be played, current hits and things like that. And so, Hearing esoteric music and, and art in your ear, all kinds of really cool things are happening here at this community. And to have a, 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 a legacy of almost half a century, um, it, it really has helped guide and change this community. It's brought information forth that people wouldn't have otherwise, political information, uh, health information, um, even practical information like sustainable living show. It's, it, there's so many good things that... Um, Need support. So it would be wonderful if you could, uh, uh, uh reach into your pocket and, uh, uh, tap some keys on your keyboard and come on to WMNF.org and throw some money into the tip jar. Um, I would, uh, really appreciate it. And I think one of the things is really cool that's coming up is our wearable future. Um, you know, many people are wearing things like the Apple Watch and the Fitbit, monitoring their breathing and their workouts and their sleep patterns. This is really important because when we actually understand how our bodies are working, we can actually do something about it. If we don't understand what's going on, why we might feel off, why we have issues going on, this is a, 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 a gray zone. We, we have to try and figure out what it is. And, and, um, you know, Many people have been, you know, feeling odd, you know, having symptoms, whether it's brain fog or fatigue or pains that just aren't well explained. And I've heard the story way too many times that uh, people have um, gone to their doctor and they've been told some information that is not necessarily correct about the situation. Um, things like your labs look fine. Um, you're just stressed. Your symptoms don't really have a diagnosis associated with them. Um, your mood is just brain chemistry. And here's a pill to help adjust that brain chemistry. Well, you know, it may be that your mood is off because you're not sleeping well. <clears throat> it could be um, that you have a sleep disturbance, sleep sleep apnea. 
Um, and it could be <clears throat> that you're just outside of the variation enough that you don't register the outside, I should say the, the normal range or the, the reference range on labs. You, you just, you really don't register as, as, as a diagnosis, but that doesn't matter because in functional medicine, we don't treat disease. We don't even really care <clears throat> if you have a label for your symptoms because we care about you. And this is one of the major differences between functional medicine and conventional illness care. Functional medicine takes care of health. It looks at the whole being, the whole person, body, mind, and spirit, and tries to understand the imbalances that are resulting in the symptoms that you're experiencing. And, and looking at those things in more granular detail is something that gives us a little better advantage. So, you know, things as simple as the importance of individual variation in baseline oral temperature. Um, when you actually look at large groups of people currently, um, um, this is from, oh, I think 2007 um, information, 98.6 is actually not the average temperature. It's more like about 97.5. So if you wake up every day and you have a 97.5, you're really actually not terribly out of out of balance. Um, in fact, many people think uh, have been told <clears throat> by some anecdotal information that that may mean you have low thyroid. It just may mean that's your temperature because everybody's physiology runs at different temperatures. And you can have a range, actually, uh, a solid group of people. The, the, the bell curve peak is between 99.1 and 94.6, as low as 94.6. I don't know that the people at 94.6 are feeling really good, but there is this variation in, in the temperature that doesn't necessarily mean you have something bad going on. But if you have um, uh, a lot of things that would be changing the way your physiology is working, like extra food, uh, you know, you're drinking too much alcohol, you have too much uh, sugar on board, too much fat on board, you're going to actually have a higher temperature probably because you're burning more fuel. So when we look at these uh, uh, ongoing um, um, health discoveries, health, health changes, um, um, we have uh, been able to discover certain things through wearable um, uh, items like sleep apnea. Um, and also we're actually finding that um, uh, the uh, diabetes, we, we can monitor moment by moment your blood sugar, which gives us a much better way of controlling the uh, 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 diabetes spectrum. And you know, um, to help support our systems, there's lots of things we can do, but to help support WMNF and to help the Healthy Steps Show meet goal, people can donate if they call 813-239-9663, or they can actually uh, go online to the app or to WMNF.org and donate. $100 is great. $5 a month is great. $88.5 will be beautiful. And if you can throw in that extra couple of bucks to help to uh, cover the costs of credit card processing, that would be really appreciated because that's just one more dollar to help support the radio station. And you are listening to WMNF Tampa.